0: It doesn't have to be work-related, but what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear commitment? Friendship. Ooh. Tell me more. Hey, Dan. Hey, George. What do we got going today? If you've been following along, which I hope you have been, because you've been here on most of the episodes, um, we've been moving through. The, I try to. Yeah, you're you're present, uh, mostly attentive. Approximate. Um, <laughs>
1: approximate.
0: Um, we've been talking through this idea of a, a framework or a ethos or a set of principles or something that I'm still not sure what we're calling it, but that doesn't really matter. Mm. Um, it's we've been trying to unpack an idea of what makes an effective team, what makes an effective, adaptive, creative, innovative team. Mm-hmm. Um, we have gone through many episodes. This has been kind of a long series, interrupted in a good way by some interviews on our podcast. Um, and but we, we've been covering a lot of topics. So I thought I'd do a real quick recap of those topics and, and tell you that, you know, guess what? We're on the, we're on the last one. This is, this is the home we're, we're landing we the celebrate? plane
1: today. Do we celebrate or or do we, are I mean,
0: we? It's, it's two p.m. Do I we guess not? You do we grab a drink? No, 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 no. Because there's still a lot of work to do. We got to figure out. Oh, what to okay, do, good, do all those good, stuff. good. Yeah, yeah, okay, gotcha. Um, <clears throat> we'll be going on to a lot more. Uh, I think in the future, talking about our company, talking about the way that we approach technology and innovation. But this is really about how we approach our teams, how we think about. The the things that are important to our teams and to to us. Um, So I want to do a real quick recap of the framework so far, and then we'll wrap it up today with the final topic. I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to just give you a little teaser that today we're going to be talking about commitments. Now, before we got on this episode, you and I committed to doing this episode as short as possible, but mostly because you have a meeting very quickly after this. And we so started late because we were working on stuff. Yeah, we were working on some things. Really, we were working on some commitments. That's right. um, so today we're going to talk about commitments, but what's what's leading up? What has gotten us to this point of talking about commitments? Why is that our last topic. So I'm going to commit to you real quick that I'm going to do this recap as as clearly and as fast as possible. Yeah, you are. Okay. Okay. If you've been following us for any period of time, we've been talking about this framework. In our framework, there are three pillars. Those three pillars are holding each four principles. So the three pillars are postures, disciplines, and structures. So another way to think about that is, what are you thinking about What are you doing? And then what are your ingredients? What are the things Uh, you have to work with? So in postures, we have four principles underneath postures. There's curiosity. There's that ability to explore and wonder in the world. There's confidence that you're willing to take on any challenge. Humility, the fact that you have to understand that you're willing to learn. And then you uh maybe don't know everything, Dan. Okay. You don't know everything.
1: There's a lot I don't know. I
0: I mean, I I wasn't going to say it. You said it. Out of a million things, I think I know four. Yeah, proportionally. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then, then finally, the fourth one is resilience, and resilience is that, this idea of how do you get back up quickly from the the failures or the challenges that come up, mm-hmm. you come up against. So that's our, our mindset. So if you're if you're thinking this way, we believe that you'll be really effective. You'll be able to have a, a posture that allows you to take on big challenges and be humble to, to learn, resilient to keep going and curious to wonder what's around the corner. Next is disciplines. Disciplines is the activity. What are the things that you do on a regular basis? What are the habits, the routines, the, the ceremonies that make your team effective? And you could pick up on lots of frameworks like Agile or Lean or um, uh, you know, safe or et cetera. And there are lots of ceremonies that would be involved in those, but we can, we can boil those ceremonies, those, those activities down to, again, four principles. The first one is explore. So connecting that to curiosity, what are you exploring? What are you lifting your head up from the grind and looking out at the horizon and saying, what's coming towards us? What mm-hmm. could we be doing next? What should we stop doing? What could we, you know, and you ask questions and you, you explore a lot of innovation comes in exploration. Second is contribution. So how are you contributing? What are you bringing to the table that helps to move the purpose forward? Mm -hmm. So that is your work, your skills, your abilities, your time, your generosity. All of these things are contributions to the whole, if you will. And each person needs to be willing to look at their contributions and say, is this still valuable? Is this still needed? Should I learn something new? Um, And so being able to contribute on an ongoing basis. Uh, The third is feedback. Um, I love No Rules Rules. It talks about giving and receiving feedback well. This is this uh, Netflix culture uh, book by, um, oh my gosh, Reed uh, Reed Hastings. Is that Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, them talking about how do you do that well? And this is something we've been working on in this organization: is being candid and being respectful, and being able to both give feedback well—that's constructive and helpful—but also that when feedback's given to you, you take it and you're thankful for the bold move that it was to give it to you, and then you get a choice to figure out if you're going to do something with it, ignore it, uh, or move on. Right? So feedback is how we learn what we should be doing next and how to get better. And then the fourth is rest. So we, we t- had a really great conversation, a little bit out of order. Um, so our podcast episodes got out of order, but uh, we had an episode about rest, which was really this idea of how do you stop? How do you stop contributing? How do you stop exploring? How do you stop giving and receiving feedback just for a moment so you can clear your head, be focused on what's best next. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's something that mm-hmm. we've, we've stolen from many other authors. Mm-hmm. Um, and then rest can also be a time when you celebrate. So we do this on a regular basis where we stop the work we celebrate something that's gone really well, or we stop and we say, maybe we should we should look at how we can get better. So rest is a really important ingredient um, or discipline habit in order to be effective as a team. So that when you do go to con- contribute, your 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 axe is uh, sharp. I think is the analogy like you've you sharpened your mind, you sharpened your yeah. your muscles to be able to to do it again the next day. So that's postures, our mindsets. That's disciplines. Our our activity, our, our ceremonies, etc., And then finally, our ingredients or our structures. What are the things, the pieces that we have to work with? Now, we've already covered in structures, our purpose, which is the most mm-hmm. important structure. If you do not have a clear purpose, then your team will meander and aimlessly wander mm-hmm. off, right? Um, yeah. Any you,
1: path will get you there.
0: Exactly. So if you can give the team a clear and a bold and, um big purpose to move towards, then it, it always gives you this path that's drawing you towards a true North star. Uh, second is people, right? This is where we're in the business of people. We just happen to design and build apps but how you structure your people, what people you have on your team, the way that you build up your people, the way that you recruit and hire your people, these are major ingredients into what makes a really great great team-. Mm-hmm. Third is resources. So they're probably the resource that most people think about is money, capital, funding. Uh, that definitely plays into our industry a lot because we don't often work with a physical resource like you know iron ore or um, salt. I don't know, those are the two that came to my mind first. But um, it could be that. I mean, depending on which industry and your resources are, are what do you have available to you that um, will allow you to get the work done that you need? Um, mm-hmm. sometimes people are thought of as resources, but we separated them out because we think they're so important. Um, but how do you be transparent with your resources? Here's what we have to work with. Here's mm-hmm. the constraints that you're going to have within those resources. Here's the abundance that we have in those resources. And, um, here's how we think that we treat these resources to use them well. Mm-hmm. So again, postures, disciplines, and structures. And we've only covered three of the principles for structures. We have Ooh, the fourth one I'm today. Guessing there's a fourth. And oh. I already told you what it was.
1: Yes, you did. Commitment.
0: Commitment. How did I do there?
1: That was, that was pretty that rapid was a, recap. That was a wonderful recap. All right, good. And it was expedient and you stayed true to that commitment.
0: Wow. I accountable. I, I feel like I was accountable to that commitment. <laughs> we'll jump into that mm-hmm. in a second. Um, Dan, what's the first thing it doesn't have to be work-related, but what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear commitment? Friendship. Ooh, tell me more.
1: Um, to me, commitment is deep and it is inherently an act of generosity. And you could even say love to other people mm-hmm. because really what you're doing, you're making a promise. And when it comes to relationship, you know, you're making lots of promises that you should keep um and so those commitments whether it is i'm committed to being at this really important you know game or i'm committed to showing up at this really big important celebration or i'm i'm committed to uh what i would said i would do around the house or and the reason it's an act of generosity is because what you're doing is you're giving up you're constraining yourself you're giving up time yeah you're making a commitment of time yeah. um, to someone else. And so there's some level of sacrifice there on behalf of yourself. You're constraining yourself mm-hmm. to serve that other person, to stay hold of those commitments and commitment builds trust. It's like, oh, okay. This person is, this, they're committed. They're loyal. They truly do care about me. They're here for me. Um, that in of itself, commitment is a big word. And it I is. think if you were to, if you were to ask anyone about like, you know, are you committed to it? I mean, you're, it is, you're making a promise. Um, and obviously that has huge ramifications, um, both on the positive side in business, but also depending on how good you are keeping those commitments, that's could it. be very detrimental.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. I thought of relationships, marriage probably was the first thing that popped in my head. Um, but I think that you're right. Mm-hmm. Relationships in general. Uh there is, there's a great quote that talks about like commitment or, um, love. You don't love something and then do things to carry out your love towards it. Uh You commit to spending time with someone and then you fall in love with them. Right. Uh And it's when someone says they fell out of love with someone, I'm like, you probably stopped spending a lot of time with them or you Uh stopped sacrificing for them. Like you just Uh talked about that commitment Uh takes a sacrifice. You stopped putting that person's needs on the table as yep. something to be considered and, and valued. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Cause
1: there's so many different grades and variations depending on the situation, but also the, you know, um, the person on like how serious do they take their commitments?
0: Yeah. <clears throat> and so I think this is one of the reasons that I, uh, we put commitments into structures Mm -hmm. rather than having commitments in a discipline it is it is a discipline to keep to make commitments well and oh yeah
1: you have to be intentional yeah yeah for sure
0: but i think that it also is it's an ingredient because commitments in general in in the workplace Mm -hmm. are um they're they're sometimes made by you Mm -hmm. they're sometimes made by someone else and you're having to deal with that on your behalf (laughs) yes (laughs) Yeah, yeah Seriously. Um, and, and I think we could, we could put commitments in the bucket of contracts. We could put the commitments in the bucket of um, sprint goals. We could put commitments in the bucket of um, OKRs or objectives and key, key results. Those are all commitments to say, y'all, we're striving towards this thing. Mm-hmm. And we want everybody to get on because if you're going to contribute, you need to commit to bringing it to the table. Um, Yeah.
1: It's a definitely a structure because what you're doing is you're making a promise in the present to hold to a desired end. Yeah. And then you have a bunch of disciplines and activities from that time to the future.
0: That's it. That you have
1: to hold up to that commitment. And so yeah, there's discipline to get there, but you are making, yeah, a promise for some sort of desired end. And that constrains what you do. You may decide not to do a routine or a discipline Mm. or something else Mm -hmm. because it would detract from that commitment. So it's very structural. It's an ingredient for sure.
0: And I think the highest commitment, if we go back up to, you know, our our earlier structure is committing to the purpose. Mm -hmm. This is saying, if if you're going to be a part of this team, this organization, this group, we're committed to going towards that star. We're going to sail in that direction. And if you don't want to sail in that direction, if you're not committed to that, then you need to get on a different boat. <laughs> you know, yeah. you need to go someplace yeah. else. Um,
1: it's the most important commitment you'll make where you have absolutely no clarity on what it is <laughs> to ooh, a certain extent.
0: Yeah. Right. Because I mean, it's you, the
1: hardest because it's like, oh, okay, this is vague and j- vague. Big. It can it's be ins- big. Yeah. I'm inspired by it. Uh huh. Um, but I don't know what's on the other side. I might not know and that's what okay. it looks like, right, right? Right, right. I know kind of what we're going to behave. You know, it's easier to commit to the value of like, okay, I'm going to treat you with respect along the way. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to commit to that. Yeah. Um, the most important commitment, yeah, to purpose. It's, it's like that's the hardest. You rarely ch- achieve full alignment on it, mm-hmm. but you can achieve full commitment. But it's hard. It's difficult, and so you have to work really hard to reiterate it, um, describe it. Give people a taste of it. This is what it's going to be when we get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's hard. But again, the most important.
0: Well, and I think it also you as you're as you're giving people those ingredients, it is saying, "Here's our purpose. Here's the people you have to work with to achieve that purpose. Here's the resources you have. Now, is everybody committed to working within those constructs? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, right. This is this is what we got. Right. Um, and sometimes that means. Well, I can think of a, a project recently. Sometimes that meant that we, we committed to, and we were going to talk about this a little bit. When you commit to a client, hey client, that goal, that milestone, that date that you want to hit, we're going to do everything possible to hit it. Mm-hmm. We, have, we, we have a certain level of confidence. It may be grounded or ungrounded. I don't know. Um, but we're going to try to get, there, get you there. So your, our purpose is this. We've clearly aligned that this is where we're going. There's the people we got to work with. Here's the time and resources we have. There's some constraints in there. Mm -hmm. Um, And what we have found is that sometimes that means that commitment, it's squeezed at the end.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like,
0: y'all, we got to put in some extra hours. We got to put in some time to get to that end and we got to be flexible. Maybe the client needs to be flexible to say, yeah, the 13 other features I needed, let's stick with what's mission critical. Yep right so there can be a negotiation but still a commitment to okay we're all agree go, go live is this date
1: right uh, which yep.
0: might mean some extra time some some sacrifice to, in order to meet to that commitment
1: right the things you can see around you you know my individual work the team the team the, my coworkers the client for the most part um, and then also stated values it's like okay that's those are easier for me to commit to Right, the closer they get to me and uh-huh. the closer I can see them. So like my work that's right in front of my face yeah. at my desk, it's like, all right, I, I can commit to that. I can um, knock this out. Yeah. Yeah. I can knock this out. But the further you kind of get away, that kind of saying of out of sight, out of mind, um, it becomes harder to commit to that because oh, it's man. not, it's further away from yourself, yeah. um, which again, commitment is... For the most part, unless you're making a commitment to yourself of like, okay, I'm gonna get up earlier or whatever, but inherently you are committing to another person, and so it's outside
0: of yourself. That's a really good word, and I think that there is this kind of like um, mm-hmm. this period in human Western human society where it is like commit to yourself that you'll do this, and it's like you know what? What's more powerful is that you tell somebody else. <laughs> Uh-huh. tell somebody else you're going to be there or even have somebody that holds you accountable to being there with you. Uh-huh. So for example, I love to ride my bike. We've talked about this before. I love uh-huh. it. I don't often ride my bike by myself because one, I know it's going to be hard. It's a lot of prep. I usually have to do it super early in the morning, but if I know Sam's going to be outside waiting in my driveway, I, and I told him last night that I get up at 4:30 AM to get ready to roll out at five, Yep. I committed to him. So right. it's when he texts me and I'm like, oh, I don't want to. Do. But then I say, Yeah, I'll be there. Yep. A commitment's made. And then it's about meeting that. Now, to be fair, I have overslept and left him out there hanging. I felt bad, but he's done it to me too. So it's fair. Yeah. Well, uh,
1: and it's always awesome when you're gonna do that and someone else you text, ah, I don't I'm not feeling it. And the other person's like, Yeah, me neither. And you're like,
0: Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. That's Mut- happened, or Mut- you wake up and it's like storming commitment. outside, right? and you're it's like, like, "Oh, yes! oh it's lightning! It's um, so rainy! I can't go." <sighs> um. Yeah. So I think we've we touched on committing to the purpose. We touched on committing to the client. Um. I think you you alluded to it but that the commitment to the team is really important, and even the team's commitment, the shared commitment of the team to the client, or the shared commitment of the team to the organization, is to say. We all came together. Mm-hmm. We raised our hands, figuratively speaking, and said, yeah, we get it. And we do this during sprint me- sprint planning meetings. So sprints being two week, um, uh, usually two week uh, uh, chunks of work. And you, you commit to say, yeah, we can build that. We can get that result within the next two weeks. And everybody has to kind of sign off on it. They all have to kind of say, yep. Yeah. And some product managers literally go around the room. And it's like, you you yeah, thumbs up, which is just everybody making a commitment. And then what's necessary is, is that as they do that, they're each making an individual commitment to the the team's commitment. Mm. And then they have to hold each other accountable to that. Right. So it may be like, well, pff, screw you all. I commit, I held up my end of the commitment, but you all didn't,
1: mm-hmm.
0: versus. I held up my end of the commitment and I saw that you were struggling. So I was, I, because I committed to the team as well, mm-hmm. I stepped in to help you out.
1: Yeah. And you, and this is hard to do, but it becomes your commitment too, even right. when you don't oh, agree. Interesting. So it's, you could say, I disagree that we could get this amount of stuff done, mm-hmm. but the team for the most part are, are aligned. So I'm going to commit to it as well. That removes any ability for you to say at the end, I told you so. Right. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's so easy to do. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten there so many times,
0: just like "Mm,
1: in my head, I was thinking it.
0: (laughs) I was watching you. I was I was watching that you weren't gonna get your pieces done. I could have stepped in to help you out.
1: Yeah. But because again, if we believe that committing to something bigger than yourself is more desirable. In the yeah, end yeah. and it's outside of yourself then again you may not be aligned but if you make that commitment um then it's you're you're taking on that commitment yeah on upon yourself
0: we we were trying i at one point i think we were trying to fit the word accountability into the frameworks in place and i think accountability lives here
1: oh without question you can't now yeah.
0: have accountability unless a person is breaking a commitment.
1: Yeah. It's like, I need you to hold me accountable to this. What is this? Well, I committed to, mm-hmm. and I need someone to kind of be my reminder.
0: And, and if you have, yeah. oh, I mean, I've, I've had some, some people that were close to me recently that it was the uh, oh, names shall be kept in the dark Always, where, always, yeah. where, um, where someone was, was frustrated because something didn't happen the way they expected it to. Uh And I said, well, did you, did that person tell you they were going to do that? Did you ask them to do that? Did you ask them to commit to that? Did you, Uh you know, I didn't use that language, but effectively like, was that a clear expectation? Uh And, oh no, I guess it wasn't. Then how can, you can't hold them accountable to it. Uh Cause what you did is you heard you had a commitment in your own head <laughs> from a person, from another person that did not make it.
1: Yeah. Um, you and, filled in the gaps with your own narrative. Yeah. 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 That's easy to do.
0: Yeah. So I think that, I think that accountability can only exist and I think it's such accountability is such an important word, especially in the services business, which is what we're in and and really in any business for that matter is that being accountable to what you, what your contract says, being accountable, mm-hmm. accountable to, you know, to paying for that contract being accountable to, um, delivering on the work. Yep. And, and but then that, that, then the question is, is what, what are you accountable to? Oh, I gotta go back to where, where, when did we make a commitment? What did we right. com, The question often you hear is what do we commit to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what have I been committed to? Right. Oh, that's
1: even better. What yeah. a- At home, it's like uh, we got, we're going to have uh, dinner, or I signed you up for this. Like, uh, what have I been committed I didn't, to? <laughs> I didn't commit to that.
0: Right. And right. I think that's something that organizations need to be really careful with. Leaders, mm-hmm. um, product managers, uh, directors, man, you know, managers in general, they need to be really careful with making commitments on behalf of their team mm-hmm. that may not be a realistic or I don't want to use the word fair or an appropriate commitment for the team. Uh-huh. And what you've now done is said, you will commit to this. And then, then, then we get back into micromanaging, right? Uh-huh. We get back into mandating, we get back into policy control. And if we can instead say, commit to the purpose, y'all, uh-huh. does everybody have clarity, clarity of what we're committing to? Do we all know how we're going to contribute?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Do we know that this sprint's about exploration right now? Do we know, you know, and you can go back through those other disciplines or those other principles and, and our disciplines and, and postures. And if everybody's committing to those things, mm-hmm. then, then, then you have like all of a sudden you have this like superpower of people mm-hmm. going, yeah, I'm focused. We're all, mm-hmm. we're all coming at this at the, and you might, mm-hmm. you might find out you're wrong. We committed to an outcome that wasn't the right one. Right. But that's okay. You know, now, right. now you're learning, you've got a feedback loop.
1: And there's different levels of commitments too. I mean, committing to an idea is much different than de- committing to the actual work to get the idea
0: Ooh, yeah. done. Yeah.
1: You know, um, again, everyone has perspectives on and, you know, could have perspectives on an idea. It's like, okay, I can commit to this ethereal, you know, idea. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, then you get down to, um, okay, what am I committing to? What kind of work is it going to take to get to that?
0: Yeah. What's the action?
1: And what's the action? Have yeah, I actually what, really thought it through? Right. You know, can we commit to this idea, um, based off the amount of work that we're going to have to commit to?
0: I mean, it's kind of like a marriage vows for in sickness and health. I think you kind of have to say that not everybody does. I get it, but um, it's that idea of like, why do, why do people say in sickness and health? It's like, because you need to commit to this when it's crappy Mm -hmm. and when it's good Mm -hmm. and when it's everything in between, because it's probably going to be, because that's life that's yep. that's work that's a project that's a client that's an initiative all of it's going to have good and bad the question is, is as are you committed mm-hmm. pushing through that to to the result to mm-hmm. the purpose yep i feel like we nailed it that was we committed to a short episode yeah we did we committed I had, to each other we committed to
1: our our listeners
0: <laughs> um I've had a blast unpacking this, this framework with you mm-hmm. and, and it, what's exciting. And for those um, I'm watching my time for those that are um, um, wondering, well, okay, what is crema doing with this? Um, we're planning to do a lot. So we're working on putting to, together some particular curriculum around it. We're actually looking to kind of bake it into more things that are happening around crema with our onboarding and training and how mm-hmm. to actually teach people at crema, how to do this and think about these things as well. We're growing. So as we hire, some of the things that this language, probably people felt it, but they never heard it. Like it, they never heard it stated this way. Right. And so we're working really hard to figure out how can we, um, how can we, we get
1: them to commit to
0: something that has not been stated? <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, yeah, but in, 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 part of that is we've been using the podcast as a mean, uh, a medium to process that through. So mm-hmm. thanks for being along this journey as we've unpacked this framework Um, there's more to come on the podcast, really excited for some interviews that are coming up. But, um, if you haven't yet gone back and listened to the previous episodes where we unpack those other postures, disciplines, and the rest of the structures, definitely do that. If you don't mind, Give us a little review on iTunes or your favorite podcasting platform of choice um, and make sure you subscribe because we do have a lot more coming, Mm. um, a lot more conversations with more people of product um, and uh, more interviews with other people in organizations that are trying to do this hard work, but good work. And Mm. uh, hopefully sharing some of the things that we're learning along the way. Love it. Thanks, Dan. See you, George. Enjoy your meeting. (laughs) The one that I committed to. Yep.
1: right, bye. This episode of People of Product was produced by Larissa McCarty with support from Julie Branson and Steph Inger. Our hosts are George Brooks and Daniel Linhart. People of Product is brought to you by Crema, a digital product agency. We believe that creativity, technology, and culture can help individuals and organizations thrive. Learn more at crema.us.